Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another rider, another episode. Today we have a lovely lady who's a mother of five and looking after her dear grandma at the same time. And she's full of love, full of raging, and she's actually glowing like she's just come back from holiday. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just gonna, I just thought as our conversation flowed, we should just record this conversation because she's got a lot to offer in life experience. So nice to have you here today. Thank you. Thanks, Simon. Okay, so tell me, how many children do you have? What are their ages? And did you plan to have as many children? So now I have five children. I thought I would always only have one. My dad was an only child. And as soon as I said that, he was like, no, you're not. You can't. It's not fair. You've experienced having siblings. You can't leave a child on its own. So three months later, God blessed us. And I was pregnant again with our second child. After I was told I couldn't have any more children because I have plastic ovaries. And then... Yeah, by chance, we got pregnant with our third, who just turned six. And once I had her, I was like, I don't want to leave her by herself. We'll have one more, which happened to be twins. <laughs> and they're four years old, so they're going to turn five in October. Mm-hmm. So your partner's working mm-hmm. and he's doing what kind of work? Security, barbering. He was doing uh, vape wholesaling. Mm-hmm. And, and tell us why, you say was, why mm-hmm. did he stop? So it was just, like I was saying to you, the children, like for me, his dad passed away in March. That gave him a drive or a new drive that he wanted to start working hard and make money for the children. Whereas we were losing time that he could be spending with our children. Yeah. So you had a discussion Mm -hmm. and he put that up and he took a job that way he could more family orientated. Yeah. Have you always been this kind of family girl? Yes. Yeah, so my parents split up when I was quite young. Um, my mum didn't really enjoy being a mum, and it was pretty obvious. Really? Yeah. How would you? How do you work that out? She just she didn't want to do it. We'd come home from school, we'd play for a few hours, dinner would be ready, we'd have our dinner, we'd have to tidy up all our toys, and it was bedtime, we'd put ourselves to sleep. There wasn't much conversation, there wasn't much love. She's better now that we're adults, but the childhood stage... And, and even as I had children, she kept saying to me, you're mad, you're mad. Why would you want more children? Yeah, so. Well, does she look at you now and understand? No, I think she thinks I'm crazy. We're just not on the same wavelength. She doesn't enjoy it. My other, one of my sisters has four children. She said the same thing to her each time she was having a child. Why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you doing this to yourself? How many siblings do you have? I have two sisters. Uh, two sisters? Mm-hmm. And they're all married? Uh, yeah, they've all got partners. Okay, that's, that's great. So... Are you planning to work anytime soon or are you just focusing um, on the kids? Eventually I would like to. Like I said, I've got my grandma that I look after. My dad passed away. It'll be three years in October. Mm-hmm. And I had really bad anxiety and depression. So since then, it's just made me realise that actually looking after my nan, now, like I said to you, the children have gone back to school. I just need to breathe and take time to go back in. I want the kids to come home and find mum happy, not working and trying to do loads of other things and come home and then everything's just going to be stressful. So bit by bit when the time's right, Eventually, I would like to. Like, my hobby, since five years old, I always said I wanted to do hairdressing. It's something that I love. But, yeah, the kids aren't going to be this age forever, like I said to you. But you said you do beauty stuff on the side. Yep, yep. So you've got things, because you travel a lot. No, so not holidays. Like I said to you, in April when I went away, I went with my sister-in-law who had procedure done. We've just come back from a family holiday. Yeah. What would you say to a career lady who says why like like your mum used mm-hmm. to say you're mad mm-hmm. and that you know you shouldn't be having even as many children yeah. let alone that mm-hmm. but you should be at 
you know, striving for your career, what would you say to them? I think if it makes you happy, go for it. I think if you're having children and not with the outlook or the opinion of wanting to look after them, having them in like school full time, having them in classes and having other people basically bring up your children, can't complain then when you've got some time with them and they're not behaving the way that you'd like or... Very good point. Just like, I've had children because I want to bring up my children. I had, as I said, I was told after having the first two, and I initially only said I was going to have one, that I just wanted them to have each other, to grow up together, to have a friend. The thought of having one child and her going through school and would have been fine had I not experienced having other children or having the second child and watching them grow together, which is why obviously we went on and had the twins because I didn't want the third to be on her own through school and through life. Mm-hmm. What's a typical day like for you? Now they're back at school be getting them ready for school. After I've dropped them off, I go back to my nan's, do my nan's breakfast, personal care, go back home probably, then start trying to get our house organized, tidied, get all the stuff, children's stuff ready. I do so much that I don't know how many, like even the putting it down. So today, for example, dropped the children's school, went to my nan's, got her ready for a hospital appointment, mm-hmm. brought her into hospital. I'll go back home now, start getting her evening meal ready. Uh, go back home then my family's meal ready getting them ready for bed and mm. spend some time did you them. picture yourself living like this when you were in school no were no you born in london yeah yeah london yeah okay. nope i thought I, I would have my own salons by now i thought i'd be working full-time constantly yeah completely different but from a young age i always wanted children like, i always had that motherly maternal mm-hmm. instincts yeah but you are going to have your salons though yeah because very quickly your children will be yeah, Grown. growing up. Yeah. And you're, what, you're in your... 36. late 36. 36, really? I was going to say late 20s. 36. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's that's good. Because I had a friend who I was in school with, and she started having children from 15, mm-hmm. very young. Mm-hmm. Now she's got five children, and now the youngest has just entered into uni. Wow. She's had a hair salon throughout the time. At yeah. one point she had to stop because of her health. Yeah. But it made me realise now she's kind of free to just live yeah. life. So it's either you live life when you're very young. This is what my outlook is. This is what I think that I, I've chosen to have children young. So my job or my duty is to bring my children up. And once they're older and they've chosen their paths and they're off doing their things, then I can go back to my passion. And at once they get more independent as well and they're older and they're at school and they want to go off and do these clubs or do their activities and what they want to do, mm. then that's mm. up to them. But not out of the fact that, oh, mum had to be at work. and. Mm-hmm. You be careful now because you're going to get guys emailing you saying, <laughs> have you got a cousin? Stuff <laughs> 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 like that. Times have changed. I just think times have changed. Women have changed. And Would you like say it's women in general or cultures? Because London's 300 different languages spoken mm. there. So you've got lots of different cultures. No, even within our, our own culture or like my husband's Kurdish, even the women within his culture, once his dad passed, I'd spent a lot of time with them. And they're known for men to be more homely, looking after children. And actually, when, like, I don't, I don't see it anymore. I just feel through generations on women are not wanting to have children. I get women constantly saying to me, like, why have you got so many children? Or how can you enjoy it? Or how do you look the way you look? Like, you don't look like a mum. What, what's a mum meant to look like? I get yeah. up and I brush my hair in the morning. I put yeah. a bit of lipstick. Like, what's your idea of what a mum's meant to look like? like yeah. I get that same question. People say, oh, you're a granddad. I say, yeah. Oh, wow. And they go, how can you be a granddad? You're too young. I said, well what age should a granddad be yeah. and on base of what culture yeah because should I have a pipe and a big grey beard yeah. and a big what gut like? or should I be looking after my health yeah. so I can run around with the kids if necessary yeah 
grandkids, you know, and those kind of things. But do you think it uh, one of our reasons, one of the reasons based on what you're saying is due to social media? Yeah, yeah, I do think social media has a lot to do with it. Because social media is very selfish. Yeah. It's all about me. Yeah. Me, I look good, yeah. I'm here, yeah. I'm this, look at yeah. me, you, you want to be like me. Yeah. It's but never time about passes. The, it's yeah. never about the group. No. It's never about we had a good time. Yeah. We're doing this. Yeah. And oh. you also, when you're out in restaurants or clubs or wherever you are, you'll notice that people always got the phone. They're not actually living and taking in the moment. Even with kids, the majority of it is always trying to be captured like with the phone in your hand or whatever. You're not actually like living the moment. That's very, very true. What have you learnt from your life so far that you wish you knew when you started? Mm, you can't make plans. It's not always going to work out the way it's meant to be. God or whoever. It, like, what's meant to be for you will be for you. Um, I've looked after my granddad when he was diagnosed with cancer in 2013 for six months. Um, my dad was diagnosed with cancer in October uh, 2019 and then he died in December. And again, I spent two months looking after him you just don't you don't know and like even talking to my siblings and stuff they're like like how do you do i can't do it and they all carried on living their lives and even with my nan that she had the stroke in um, october my sisters have only just seen her a couple of weeks ago and they're like we just don't want to watch the person deteriorate or like our loved ones deteriorate i don't know for me i couldn't do that how do you just turn on and carry on mm. doing what it is i could have just carried on working when i had the kids i could have like i don't know i just when's your birthday what january Mark? you're capricorn yeah I did the same thing as you. you. I looked after my granddad, he had strokes and, you know, suppositories, bathing yeah. him, all these yeah, kind of yeah. feeding him. I did it for two years when I was in like 14, 15. Wow. And I just see it as that's a standard thing. Yeah, the same. And I start to believe more and more in these star signs because people are explaining things. Usually, I, usually I, I used to think it was just something for women when they go, oh yeah, I'm going to yeah. get married, I'm going to do this. And, but now I start to realise that the ancients, the Egyptians, they built their buildings in line of stars for a reason. Okay. So there must be a reason to when their star signs. So when you look at characteristics of when people were born and when things were in line, it's making much Makes more, more sense. sense to me in that respect. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So if you could do it all again, would you change anything? No. Not a thing? No, I don't think I would. Tell us about your massage. You said massage is your thing, you go away, that's your treat. Oh, yeah. And you say, like myself, people walk, I have that Thai, little Thai lady who walks up and down on me. Yeah. You're not as big as me, so yeah. I'm surprised you're letting someone walk up and down <laughs> on you. As I said to you, I've always, I've never thought of it that you could actually be damaged from a massage um, mm -hmm. until I had the massage that actually caused me, as I said, to have slip discs, sciatica, um, my back just kept spasming. Mm. I couldn't even stand straight. I was in so much pain. Mm. I don't know. I've just always found it something that relaxes me. Like, mental, physical. Yeah, yeah, do you, mental, physical. How have you, do you do yoga? No. That's something I would definitely like to... Yoga, Pilates, those exercises where... If you do... I don't like yoga. Mm -hmm. I think it's very slow, very boring, mm -hmm. even though it's a military combat thing originally. But I've done... I used to own a gym okay. in Kenya, and where I did yoga, it was like hot yoga. Yep, yeah, I've Even though yep. it's licensed. But yep. obviously Kenya's a hot, tropical country, so we're in, on the Indian Ocean and okay. doing this. And I was really dripping, Nothing. but I felt so relaxed afterwards. So yeah. what I'm saying, if you go to a good yoga session yeah. and you get your mind clear and thing, it may help you. 
yeah. on your sciatica and okay. stuff and we're just limbering up your body yeah that, that would be Strap. my gift to yeah. you in that respect <laughs> thanks <laughs> have you stopped doing massages now having massages as you say um so after initially i was in so much pain and i kept going to hospital and they were just giving me stronger and strong painkillers which mm. i wasn't taking mm. because i as i explained to them i couldn't be zombified like i've got the children yeah. i still have to get up even if i'm in that pain i'd still need to move which so is actually the best thing yeah so i just took par paracetamols and ibuprofen like spaced out when i was in agony and i was in agony i've been pregnant like four times giving birth nothing compared to the slip disc nothing really yes it was so bad like limping i couldn't even walk properly like mm -hmm. i was walking as if i was pregnant and i remember towards the end of my pregnancy with the twins where they were sat on the nerves the same sort of pain or discomfort but just wasn't to that extent because mm -hmm. they would move yeah but yeah yeah um yeah so i carried on i started um having massage because after enough everything i tried wasn't working i went back to, for thai massage and each week i would leave in so much pain the next couple of days i'd be in even more pain than I'd gone in. But by the end of the week, it started to get better. So the next week, for about three or four weeks, um, I did the same thing to eventually it started like loosening my back and the, making the pain much less. Mm. So when did I say that was back in April? I'd say the last month, I feel my back's strong again. I don't feel like I'm in that much pain. When I lie down, or obviously in the mornings, um, I feel that pain, but it, it wears off. Mm -hmm. I spoke to a consultant one time and he said he's trying to give me some pills to take mm -hmm. I said I don't take pills because if it's suppressing the pain that's not telling me the problem is solved and he yeah. said actually that's a very good idea he's a real posh consultant yeah. uh, pinstripe suit with the waistcoat yeah. and the braces and all of that and um, he said actually you shouldn't take any drugs that haven't been around for 50 years and that would rule out ibuprofen yeah yeah. Because then you start to get a, a beginning of an understanding of what it truly does to the human body. Yeah. On that thing. It makes sense. Yeah. So I don't. The only they gave me this drug when I damaged some groin muscle thing and when I was playing football about mm -hmm. two months ago, and it was an opioid, but I couldn't move. So I took it twice, and then I just stopped taking it once I could move. Okay. In that respect, but. I'm just not a fan for taking yeah, drugs, especially if it's painkillers. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, it does scare me. Like I said, even with the ibuprofen, that I only started taking after I had the twins, because again, I had C-section, mm -hmm. and when you leave the hospital, they give you a load of medication mm -hmm. to tell you to take, and I didn't take any of it, other than the paracetamol, and if I was in a lot of pain, then I'd take a ibuprofen, but in general, yeah, I'm not one for painkillers either. You've been a great guest. We're coming to the end of the journey. <laughs> Thanks for the support, Grandma. Thanks, Nana. <laughs> She's relaxed. She's looking out the window. Okay. <laughs> I have one last question to you. Mm -hmm. As a mother, as the lady you are, the woman you are, mm -hmm. if the world was in front of you, yep. 7.5 million people, no, billion people, so no pressure, yep. and they were asking you for one sentence of advice for life, what would you say to them? Enjoy every moment. and nothing's forever it's all gonna change whether it's the good whether it's the bad whatever it is it all passes time passes quickly well thanks a lot for that and we wish you well thank you we hope that episode enhanced your life we post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel 
don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episodes.